Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Did you enjoy our live stream, Brown John? If so, there's another one coming up on the 22nd of April. If you didn't see it because you were busy or just an idiot then you should check it out because the reviews we got for the first one were sensational. Hmm. Find out more about it on our Twitter and also you can get your tickets. What's our website called again? TFTimeMachine.com? TFTimeMachine.com. Yeah, yeah tickets links, are available the there. The links will be out there, yeah. 22nd of April, 7pm. Loads of great stuff. Um, get involved. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Body Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I am Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Uh, it's another one of these episodes that we've pre-recorded before the Easter holidays that we've taken. Uh, you could call them contractual obligations if you like, but the, we don't have any contracts. We, we pod by our own rules. Do you so, think, uh, can, can you imagine a day, have you ever contemplated a cunter trying to sue us? Like an <laughs> IFS trying to sue us because of like the, either uh, the quality or the quantity of our content declining. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah, I can imagine them trying. No, I yeah. know why they'd do it. Not just for the money. If there's someone got for all Lampard, you said, "Well, actually, you delivered three episodes under the half-hour standard." Right? <laughs> they'd do what it standard? partly because they know that we'd fucking defend ourselves in court, and they'd want to see that. Because that, that yeah. for them is free content, isn't it? Yeah. Totally. But it won't be free because you'll have to pay your own legal costs because you will lose. You will lose, and we'll also get more content out of it. Yeah. So therefore, we win double. So our message to you is: sue away. <laughs> right. Obviously, yeah. when this is being when this goes out, I hopefully, as we said on the previous episode, will be in the Isle of Wight, suing, um, mm-hmm. sunning myself, not suing myself, suing that yourself, will, suing myself would be a mad thing to do. Absolutely insane. I've heard well, it's been done, but really, why? <laughs> Everything's content. You want to do it. I'm <laughs> I've decided to sue myself because of my disappointing performance as a man. <laughs> I've really let myself down in life. I had high hopes. <laughs> when I was very young, not no, when I was about 16, I quite legitimately sort of resolved that I would one day be Prime Minister. I was dead serious. I was like, yeah, I'll right, probably yeah. be Prime Minister. Yeah, why not? Um, you, should, but, you should have dreams like that. And then, and then, you know, I did briefly work in politics and I had a pipe around, you know, what was going down. The nether regions of it all. Yeah, and spent yeah. some time in, uh, you know, working in Parliament. And mm. I still thought, what I thought was, this is quite boring and there's quite a lot of cunts, but mm. I reckon I could still be Prime Minister. I could pull right. this off. Because I reckon, I thought to myself, I fucking game this. I was about 19, yeah. I thought, I fucking game this system. I can see what their fucking game is. I'll fucking come in, I'll life hack it as soon as I'm out of uni. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then got involved in Ladmax, didn't I? More do of a laugh. You, do, you not, do you not still harbour those desires? No, nah, it'd be awful, wouldn't it? 
I wouldn't even want to be an MP. We talked about this years ago when it's when we started doing this podcast. We talked about it. I remember we we're like, mm. oh, you know, would you would we go into politics? But it would be like it's like hell. But I think we we could be prime ministers, but we could be like joint prime ministers, like yeah. Gerard Hulia and Roy Evans at Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like that. And we'd have no, each other's back. No, I like the joint managers who won the FA Cup for Coventry, John Sillett, and I oh, can't remember the other one. Well, well, there you go. That just says it all, doesn't it? Oh, uh, yeah. You can only remember one of them. Yeah, great Wasn't joint John managers. Sillett? Wasn't John Sillett the fellow who did the, um, the, um, the bring your dinner thing? Uh, no, that's he's got a similar name. Oh, yeah, John Sillett. Um, John Sillett had a brother called Peter Sillett. Uh, John Sillett was manager of Coventry. Uh, uh, and the, let's see. George Curtis. George Curtis, who no one remembers. George Curtis, John Sillett. They were a double act, I think. And I tell you, another double act, which a lot of people They're forget. They're a double act, because no one remembers George Curtis. Yeah. All right, here's, here's one that people forget. When Alan Kerbishley was first manager of Charlton, he was yeah. a joint manager. He was, yeah. But who was the other bastard? Oh, fucking hell. It's on the tip of my tongue. Um, Steve Grit. Steve Grit, of now, course. Now, that is a man you'd want by your side. Steve yeah, Grit. Grit in your corner. Yeah. Mr. Grit. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it used to be more of a thing, didn't it? You don't get it anymore. I mean, some people used to say that, what's his name? Brian Clough's right-hand man. Used to like my mm. dad will still sort of go, Oh, yeah, when those, when those two ran Forest and Derby, yeah, he saw yeah. they were thought of at the time as sort of like more or less joint managers. It was a double act, yeah, and they fell out, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they fell out because Peter Taylor left Forest and said he was going to retire, and then three months later rocked up as the new Derby manager. <laughs> Clough was quite, quite huffed by this. Ah, oh, yeah, that's out of order, isn't it? Fucked him over, yeah. He, he was, I mean, anno- he he was annoyed that he was. He'd had too he, much of living in Clough's shadow. I think so. Yeah, he might have intended to retire, but then when the Derby job came up three three months later or whatever it was, he would he uh, didn't hang about, got stuck in. Sticking to your word is is an overrated quality. Things are fluid. Situations are fluid. So, situations you know I mean? are fluid. Situations and, change, and you're almost stupid if you go, "Well, I'm going to stick by this because it's what I once said I'd do." Yeah, that, that's no way to live your life. No, you can't. You can't. I mean, someone once said, if you're the same person at 50 that you were at 20, you failed in life. Do you then, know what I mean? Things change. We all change. Yeah. We all have different exactly. needs and, and wants. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, something that might... Situations change, so something that might seem for the best now might be completely mm. different tomorrow. So what I'm saying is, I can't remember whether we were talking about Alan Kerbishley and Steve Grip there. Oh, no, we were talking I'm about sure. Peter Taylor. Peter Taylor, I know you're dead, but we know that a lot of ghosts do listen to the show and yeah. we can yeah. understand your point of view. Yeah, totally. And Brian Clough, if you're also listening in, we're a big fan as well. Yeah, you big know, fans you of you both. Well do. done, lads. And thanks for listening. Subscribe yeah. on IFS. You just go to patreon.com forward slash Top Flight Time Machine and you can subscribe <laughs> to any tier. Um, um Joey yeah. Howarth has been in touch about the Isle of Wight because we were talking okay. about the Isle of Wight, obviously, as we do most episodes. And he says, Level 42, Isle of Wight. Just listen to your Ooh. first Top Flight tune machine. I'm IFS, just catching up to present day, in which you mentioned Level 42 being the music you play before 
the live show from Sam's favourite holiday rig of the Isle of Wight. Useless fact, but that's what it's all about. Resident Isle of Wight hunter Joey Howarth, mate. We and then he's actually done a screen grab of mm. Level Forty Two's Wikipedia page, confor- <laughs> okay. confirming that they were from the Isle of Wight. I'm not being funny, Joey. We were we were actually thinking of introducing a, a new rule to the podcast, which is do not explain things to us. Not because we think we know it all, just because we sort of don't care. We're we're both quite old now, and we're way beyond being told Mm. things. If we were interested in learning things, we wouldn't be sat around doing this podcast, would we? Think of it that way. Now, we, if we didn't know that the level four, that level forty-two, sometimes I call them the level forty-two, were from the Isle of Wight, then I mean, what would be the point of us even existing? Think of it this way. Yeah. I love the two. What are the two things that I'm known for loving? Isle of Wight and Level Forty Two. And Level Forty Two. How would yeah. it have escaped my attention mm. that, that Level Forty Two were from the Isle of Wight? Mm. And he screen grabbed the Wikipedia page, mate. I mean, I don't know. Do we need to bleep Joey's name out here because we've publicly shamed him? This could have a massive effect I, on him. I tell you. Well, no. Listen, no. Joey signed his name. If you don't want it, he signed it. <laughs> Joey Howarth. Yeah. He put in his surname. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, I didn't know that you would say my name. If you want to be anonymous, uh, yeah. here's an idea. Don't email a gobshite podcast like this one, right? Yeah. And I yeah. tell you this, Joey, if you think that we're having a cream tea next time I'm on the island, then think yeah. again, because you've annoyed me. I'm going to answer the door, because I think the doorbell's ringing. Okay. You keep going, Sam. You keep yeah. going. Anyway, no, look, Joey, nah, I, nah, I'm only mucking about with you. It's nice for you to get in touch. And obviously, I'm always um, I'm always happy to hear from an islander. Um, I've got an up, up, the utmost respect for your community. Um, but all I can say is I'm being a bit over the top, as usual. But I do think that, you know, listen, all I'll say is I know that Love 42 are from the fucking... Isle of Wight, of course I bloody do. Right, let's see if I've got some other emails to read out to you here. Oh, and by the way, here's another thing, Joey Howarth. Sorry to keep going on, but you sent that email, Level 42 Isle of Wight, three times in a row. The same email, three times in a row, just in case I missed it. Come on, man. Of course I bloody know they're from the Isle of Wight. Ridiculous. Um, <clears throat> here's one from a guy called Fred. He says, when I was much younger, I would buy my herbal relaxatives from a boy in blue. Uh, I think he means he bought his weed from a policeman. First time I met him, there was this tool belt laying on the coffee table, complete with a loaded 38 revolver. Loaded with blanks, question mark. I don't know. It might have been a test to see what his customers were like. He asked me, he asked me, what are you after? Pop, speed, smack. LSD, he had the lot. <laughs> a quarter of green, thanks, I said. He had the top quality at great prices. A week later, he gave me a speeding ticket. Fair cop, he was at work now. Three months later, he disappeared. <laughs> Bummer, best dealer I ever met. Cheers, Fred. Good dealer story. I can't believe he fucking gave you a speeding ticket. That's so out of order. What the, a cunt. His dealer was old Bill, and he knew he yeah. had a gun. And he knew that he dealt in heroin, not just weed. Yeah. And he's still like, sorry, mate, you're a couple of miles over the limit there. You're getting a ticket. Well, he's probably done that to someone else who's then 
probably grassed him up. That's mm. why he disappeared three months later. Yeah, I've someone's had him killed. Him. I don't know. And also, I'd be like, mate, that, if you're going to, what's that, a speeding ticket? I don't know how much it is. So you might have to pay 60 quid, right? Think that that's 60 quid I could be putting in your fucking pocket for weed. Yeah. Now I can't, yeah. no. Nice one. Now I can't buy weed for a month, dickhead. Think it through. Yeah, he hasn't thought that one through at all, has he? Yeah, I no. did answer the door there. It was a parcel, but it was for next door. Oh, it wasn't even one for me. Which is weird because we've got a, a life logistics about um, parcel delivery, but we'll save oh, yeah. it because we're going to do a life logistics episode as well in yeah. the very near future. So I, I can't talk about that, but that will be coming up. Um, yeah, where are we? Here's a one. Uh, oh, that feels like a life logistics as well, so I better not do that one. It's about tattoos. Uh, there's a one. Right, this is from uh, Louis uh, Whitehead. Uh, he says, read out my name if you like. I just did. Very fucking well, mate. And we'll see, we'll see what you've got to say, and we'll see what we think about yeah. it. He says, been catching up on all the old episodes and picked up this topic. I'll mm. keep it brief. Very well observed. Good. Thank you very much. Um, tried out for my college football team, age 17. Never been a great footballer, but I started the trial game up front as the six foot six target man. 75 minutes gone, had a few good touches, but no goal until I rose above everyone at a corner and knocked it in with me head for a match winning goal. Cue celebration of taking my shirt off and belly sliding. It was glorious. A week later, the teams went up. No call up to the first, second, or third team, and no explanation why. Fucking <laughs> hell. He says, I'm thinking my moobs put the bastard off. But he's played in a trial game. He's uh, some Lampardy manager is like, oh, no, I don't, I don't like to see that. No, 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 no. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. The bloke's not got the right attitude, that sort of thing. That's probably what it was, yeah. I mean, you'd, someone like that, even if he wasn't any good, if he'd laboured up front for 75 minutes and then scored, he'd still have him. Yeah, I mean, a beanpole. one of those teams, wouldn't you? A beanpole, yeah. six foot six years, right? Yeah. So you'd have him on the bench at the very least. Bring because him on, if, if you were goal down, you'd send him yeah. on for corners and stuff, wouldn't you? Of course you because would. Because I tell you, the thing, a man of that size, do you know what? Even if he doesn't get the goal, do you know what he does, um, Andy? At dead ball situations, he panics defenders. He pa- he causes chaos. He does. He, he does. causes chaos yeah. in the box, right? And that's when yeah. defenders make mistakes. They get confused. Yeah. Andy Carroll... It, the amount of goals he created without touching the ball, just by being a bit of a cunt in the area, he'd run yeah. around, he'd push people he'd about, fucking himself, love Andy Carroll. Obviously, but he made space for other players to, to score the goals. Yeah, yeah, because it, it, once he was on the pitch, defenders, especially if you brought him on a sub, and all the way through, like the defenders would have been working to a particular shape and a pattern. They all knew what their job was and they were solid. But when you bring mm. Andy Carroll on, everything went out the window and they'd shit themselves. Thing. It's like throwing a fucking grenade into things, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it it jawed yeah. his way into the area. Why, I dickheads! And Did the big Andy's the, um, here. And they're like, ah! Jalapeño. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jalapeño. Did you see the, um, the Jack Charlton documentary? No, but so many on, people have been praising it, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. It'll be on iPlayer now. I mean, this was we're putting this out a couple of weeks after it was on, I think. But it'll be on iPlayer. Um, and there was a great bit quite early on where he said, uh, I don't trust centre-backs who try to play football. <laughs> <laughs> centre-backs' job is to stop other people from playing football. Yeah. And this, this I love that because this ties in with my current love-hate thing about football, which is this playing out from the back shit. Stupid, yeah. There's nothing more hilarious than seeing a team give a goal away because they've been fannying about in their own penalty area or trying to Best play Best example all season is oh. definitely Burnley's goal against Tottenham, wasn't it? Where yeah. it? Was it? Was it? No, was it? Ar- no, it was Arsenal, wasn't it? It was Arsenal, Arsenal and, yeah, yeah. And, and Xhaka tried to, yeah. weirdly, whilst facing his own goal, cross yeah. the ball across his own area without looking. And yeah. it just bounced straight off the centre forward centre into the, the goal. Oh, but it's not just the goal they give away. It's when they give away a possession, they'll give away a throw yeah. in, like yeah. just on the edge of their own area, just from being unable to play football. This whole thing, the fucking defenders should be able to play football, is yeah. bullshit and nonsense. Stupid. And it's infested the game. But the thing is, as well, I'm sure that the um, the stats nerds realise that it it creates more goals probably than it. Than it mm. sort of than they can see. Yeah, I'm sure they've, it does. They've run uh, the numbers. I mean, it's basically it's an offensive strategy, isn't it? Like yeah. rather that it's like if we draw the other team in, bring on the I press. I think that's why they go through it. them. I think that's yeah, what and it then is, go yeah. through them. But it's a big fucking gamble because it obviously works because they do it. Yeah. But then the, the, the other side, I, maybe is, they like maybe they like it. Goes, because it makes them look good to like all the tarty hipsters that follow That's the game it now, it, it and it gets like you the Manchester next job. Because you get these silly managers. Like you used to always say that that what's his name, and you approve right was a fraud at Everton. The one who was at Watford and then went to Everton. Um, I've forgotten his name. Mark Mark Marco Marco Silva, Silva was it? Yeah. yeah. A lot of people say you hounded him out of the game mm, because he. It, it, yeah, well, I even when he was riding that. high. You labelled him a fraud, and then it was almost yeah. like a self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> and then, and then, yeah. and now he's like, now he's retired from public life, right? Well, I mean, I just give me opinion. That's all I do. Well, that's all well, I can do. He had it coming, <laughs> right? <But laughs> it should have been a fraud. At, you look at people like him, right? I think he was let go by Watford, but then got the job at Everton. Look at Andre Villa Boas, right? Who yeah. failed at Chelsea and then failed at Tottenham. Right, mm-hmm. and yeah, various other ones. If if you're a little bit trendy, then you'll get a job, even if your results aren't adequate. Right, well, you'll get a certain amount of jobs. You'll get a few more chances before you eventually have to retire from public life. The, and that's what latest... all this high press. That's what all this playing out from the back bollocks is about. David Moyes doesn't have his teams play up the back. 
Mate, we've got fucking Craig Dawson at the back. You don't see him dicking around. He will win the fucking ball and then hoof it up the field. Exactly. And he's, and he's the best English defender in the country. We call him Virgil van Dawson. The latest cult manager, of course, is Graham Potter. Oh, Brighton, yeah. Who I've had a thing against for a while now. But yeah. it's getting worse and worse because he's now regarded as one of the best managers because of his stats. Yeah, but he will get a job. And it will be somewhere like Everton. He's like got Everton written all over him, right? They mm. always tend to go for like they've got a, a long track record of going for who the trendy manager is, right? Yeah. At the time, and someone like Everton, or hopefully think- fingers crossed Tottenham, will hire him, <laughs> and then he will be exposed as a fraud. Do you think that Ancelotti will get a better job somewhere, and that'll leave the Everton one open for um- Ancelotti? Kind of looks bored. He wishes he, was, yeah. he wishes he was still sat in a lovely piazza in Milan sipping yeah, an espresso. Yeah, if an Italian job comes and up, reading the Gazzetta della Sport. And instead, <laughs> no offence to Liverpool, great city, but what I'm saying is, it's what you're used to. And Ancelotti is used to a very different sort of, you know, if Inter Milan or AC Milan fancied him, like tomorrow, um, or Juve, any of those clubs, he'd do it, wouldn't he? Or of course he would. I reckon he's probably got half an eye by now on the um, Italian national job. Seems a right yeah. fit for him, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, um, Everton will get Graham Potter and they will subsequently mm, get embroiled in a terrible in a relegation, relegation battle, battle because then, Everton is too big a club with too much of a huge, passionate sort of fan yeah. base for him to possibly get his fucking nut around having been at Brighton. <laughs> Right, and and it's a whole different fucking atmosphere. That's what happens. These managers go, and it's like you've got to manage this huge fucking club, mate. This is a yeah, monster yeah. of a club. You've come from fucking Brighton, right? But this you, isn't the, the, the crowd aren't going to let you experiment. Yeah, like the Brighton crowd aren't going to let you experiment with your mad tactics for, and lose ten games on the trot. You will get blown away by a scouse wind, my friend. <laughs> and then Everton. We'll have to bring in whoever the equivalent of Sam Allardyce is. Exactly. In two years' time. That's it. Because he'll have retired by then. Well, remember, we used to say about Everton, they used to have a mechanism, and then sometimes they'd reverse it, wouldn't they? Yeah, of course. They reversed it in the, the case mechanism. of Moyes, but we we were going yeah. right back. That was when we first like talked like Time Machine, and we were still doing the kind of nostalgia episodes about old seasons, and it was the oh, way yeah, that Everton, they had Joe Royal, they had Mike Walker... Then mm-hmm. they got David Moyes, and every time it was a manager who'd done well in the championship or a much smaller yeah. club, and that was their mechanism. It was. We'll see. We've we've laid it out there now. Let's see if our predictions come true. That's our prediction. Ancelotti's going to go back to Italy. Potter will take over at Everton. Potter will fail within Fuck one season at Everton, and yes. then maybe Sam Allardyce himself or the equivalent <laughs> will basically. The equivalent is yeah. In the future, Moyes will probably um, go back there. He might do. You never know. Um, here's a one from Stephen Wilson. He says, "Love the tire chat from our oh. recent MOT yeah. episodes." <clears throat> here's an interesting fact that's kind of Lampard. Okay, do you know who the largest tire manufacturer in the world is, Sam? Ah, great question. I don't, but I'll have a guess. Oh, so obviously it's a trick question. So it's not yeah, only Pirelli. It is a bit. I reckon, do you know what? I reckon it's, mm. I heard this once. Is it ASICS, the running shoe company? No, it is not. Okay. Because they did originally make their shoes out of tyres. Out of all tyres? That's good mm. to know. No, it's actually Lego. 
the fucking cunts they get into everything. Fucking don't they? Lego. But it's the little Lego tyres that you get. Oh, I Lego thought you cars. meant they were it's making... Not actual tire. It's not car tyres. Oh. But I tiny Lego tyres. Because Lego are busy bastards, aren't they? They can't oh, yeah. just be content with just doing some Lego. And you've got oh, to be careful what you film. say as well. We're doing you've books, be we're careful doing what cafes. You say. Be careful what well, Lego, you. because they're fucking lawyers. Oh, really? come down on you like a ton of bricks. Dan, I made that do, up. Do a lot of people try true. to spread rumours about what's really going on at Lego HQ in Copenhagen? Well, a lot of people a lot of people are clever enough not to spread rumours yeah. about what's going on You're at right, Lego right, HQ. We've already said you, too you know much. I mean? Yeah, exactly. That gets me on to thinking. I could give you <clears throat> a piece of information, Sam, which might ruin lots of TV shows and films for you mm. in the future. Would you like that information? Do you want to open that Pandora's box or yeah. do you want me to remain silent? Well, I'm tantalised now. Once I'm tantalised, you know me, I, my mm-hmm. struggle to, to sort of shut down the urges. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to give it to me. You might already know this. My me, me son told us it when we were watching early episodes of Line of Duty. You might know this. Um, Apple refused to give permission for iPhones to be used in TV shows and films uh. by baddies. Oh, that's really good. That might well, you might, anyone that's listening to this now, you might want to disregard this. Stop listening to this episode. Forget I just said that because it might ruin things for you in the future. But if you ever see someone using an iPhone in a TV show or film, they are not a baddie. They're not going to turn. They're not going to Yeah, that does ruin things, doesn't it? So like if you're watching James Bond, sometimes often a goodie turns into a baddie. Yeah. But if you've seen them with an iPhone, no way. But one thing is, I don't understand how they have control over that because iPhones are the public domain. It's like saying, you know, you could wear a pair of fucking trousers. Do you have to ask the trouser manufacturer, can I wear these in this well, film? The, the the Apple lawyers are clearly even more powerful, powerful than the Lego they? lawyers. So, so if you see a character in a, a TV show or film and they're not using an iPhone, mm. chances are, if they're not already bad, they're going to turn bad later on. So if you've got suspicions about them in the film and you're thinking, he's got mm, a, yeah, what, he's got a Samsung. Is he, is he dodgy? Is, What's he involved if, in? If, if, and he gets they, a fucking, he gets a fucking Android phone out. Yeah, bad guy. Well, you know, Agatha so Christie go. films, which I went mm-hmm. for a phase of with the kids last year. We watched a load of them. It fucking absolutely ruined them when they do the modern day ones with Kenneth Branagh. You know, someone's right. got a fucking Samsung. That's it. They're the killer. That's it. Bad guy. Yeah. Samsung well, Galaxy, mate. I mean, um, I think the TV and film industry should rise up and never use iPhones. Yeah, fuck them. To um, also, yeah, to say fuck them to Apple, but also to keep everyone guessing throughout the films. But uh, there you go. When Sorry I was uh, in my first job on a magazine, I had to, in the days before digital photography, you had to call up anyone who you were doing review you had to call up agencies or companies for photos in slide form that were sent in the post you know transparencies yeah um and it was men's health and actually in a foreshadowing of what i would eventually go on to do i.e this podcast talking about the comfort market i remember (laughs) one of the first jobs i had to do was write a small review section of mattresses yeah and um (laughs) And uh, I had to get, but it was a bullshit review because I didn't lie on them. I think I just asked, interviewed some sort of mattress expert, asked them what the three right. best mattresses were. Then I had to call the mattress companies, right, and say, I'm calling from Men's Health magazine. 
I need you to send me a trans... You'd speak to the press office who was set up for this sort of thing. Go, can you send me some transparencies of this mattress? We will be reviewing it in next month's issue. Now, this was something that was just everyday stuff. You call all sorts of companies and their press department would always have relevant transparencies and they'd just say, fine, mm. and they'd send it to the address, right? This was a match. I'll always remember this. This is We're talking about 1997 or 98 here, right? Yeah. Because it was one of the biggest Lampards I ever encountered. She's gone, I'm sorry, who are you? And at the time I couldn't say I was Britain's best journalist because, I, to be fair, I wasn't yet. I was just on the mm. way up. So I just said, I'm certainly uncommon from Men's Health magazine. I need a picture of this mattress that you make. Why? <laughs> well, we're reviewing it. Where? Well, in the magazine, I just told you. <laughs> who gave you permission for this? Oh, to review the mattress. Oh, to review a mattress. Hell. No one gave permission. They said, well, I'm afraid it's our mattress and you need to receive permission before you start writing about it in your magazine. <laughs> and I was a long pause. I was quite young. So it was like they could have bluffed me. But I left a long pause and I went, no, I don't. And they went, what? <laughs> and they lost it at me. <laughs> what did you say? And I went, no, we don't. Give me your name. Yeah, it was like that. And I went, we don't need any. We, we, we review it. They well, what, how do we know you're not going to write something bad about it? And I said, well, that's just reviewing, isn't it? And they said, well, why should we send you an image then if we don't know whether you're going to write something? I said, so you'll only send us a picture if you know that the review is good. <laughs> well, even yes. then we might not because we have carefully strategized and planned our press campaigns. And this has come, and they were literally like, this has come completely out of the blue. It's we were given no warning, right? Mattress reviews. <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of anything so daft in my life. Yeah, well, what's your space? Don't review mattresses. Write, write my fucking name down, because in a few years from now, I'll be doing a fucking podcast all about it. And if you're still in the mattress industry by then, which I doubt, because your attitude stinks, right? You will fucking bow to me. <laughs> Where are they now? Exactly. I bid you good day, sir. Bang! <laughs> Phone down. And that is why I made it my life's ambition to become a mattress reviewing king. I will review your mattress and where the picture should go, I will put a black square. And I will mention that you didn't authorise a photograph. Another oh, funny God. thing that happened for, with letters that came in in the, in the old days of that. One of the we first... haven't got time. We don't have time oh, okay. on this episode. We'll do it at the beginning Whoa. of the next one, son. But yeah, it's, okay. it's to do with letters, so uh, yeah. the next one will be along in a few days, so fucking get involved with that. Um, goodbye, and, and sleep tight. <laughs> I hope the bed bugs don't bite.